0: Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Okay, guys, let's talk about chapter affiliation. What does that mean? Are you interested in making a difference in your local area? Well, you can begin right away without the complicated process of setting up an organization. That's what makes our organization unique. We want to empower you. We don't want to control you. We can't control you. We want to energize you with information. That's what Enlightening Communities is all about. Uh, Now, I'm going to share with you the information that we have on our Join Us page. We have a new video there, and I want you to go there and look at that and share it with your friends. Okay, Parents' Rights in Education has a free turnkey grassroots opportunity. We're looking for parents in every school district, but not just parents, uh, citizens, concerned citizens as well. And we need them in every school district in your state to join our efforts to make a difference and regain your right to direct the education of your children. PRE began in 2009, and it became a tax-deductible 501c3 organization in 2011. So we're not going away. And our organization has web presence and we have taken our message to the national level. Yay, finally, this is a national issue. Oh, it's not not even an issue, you guys. It's a crisis. It is a crisis. Now our efforts have multiplied in 12 states and beyond, and others are lining up right now. While you're listening to this, people are asking themselves, gosh, you know, this is so simple. Why don't we start a Parents' Rights chapter instead of trying to set up our own? More than one group has decided to join us after creating their own name and their own website. We must come together because we will be far more effective if we are under one umbrella. That doesn't mean that you have to ask permission to go and speak at your school board. It doesn't mean that you have to ask permission to use your affiliation with us when you're speaking in public. This is why we started our chapter program so that we could empower groups to be effective in their local areas chapter members join pre because we cover the marketing and the organizational pieces that um, you guys simply don't have time for chapter affiliation gives you access to branding information swag people who inquire about joining we'll send you those names you guys we can't do it without you And we can help you with fundraising and marketing materials. It's all here. We've done it. You will now have all the branding and recognition that you need to grow your group, including banners and brochures. We set you up with a state webpage on our website. You are immediately part of something big. And when you join Parents' Rights in Education, you gain instant credibility. Now, we know this works. You can just ask our our first chapter, Washington State. They are going gangbusters, and it's because they needed the help that we offered them. Parents' Rights in Education followers and chapters enjoy our regular news alerts and press releases your chapter will have a Facebook group connected to our page. We put on annual events featuring national speakers. The 2021 Safe School Summit videos are available on our website. You You don't have time to read? Do I hear that from anybody? I don't have time to read. I don't have time to watch. Well, you know, you can just listen to a video. You don't have to watch it. I produce a bi-weekly podcast. You're listening to it right now. Making it easier for you to get up to speed with the issues. We understand what it is to be a parent. Okay, so we often also use members' ideas and respond to requests for help. At the local level, creating campaigns you all can use. For example, brochures and handouts translated into Spanish Branding, promoting policies such as opt-in instead of opt-out of controversial curriculums. The Parents' Rights in Education Proclamation for school boards proclaiming their desire to work with parents when adopting policies. Wow, that's a concept, huh? And we have opt-out forms which can be adopted for any school district and petitions calling for the rejection of anti-American curriculums. Defending Parents' Rights, we focus on mentoring and electing conservatives to school board, providing them with good policies, solid advice, and issue information. Our school boards need us. We also engage parents to use our connections to challenge the system on a legal level. Pre was a plaintiff in a lawsuit against the Dallas School District. That case in district court was lost. Then it was appealed, and then rejected by the Ninth Circuit. And finally, we applied for appeal with the help of the Child and Parental Rights Campaign to the Supreme Court. This is simple. All you need to do is fill out, sign, and return the pre-chapter application agreement that is on our Join Us page. When it is received and processed, You will be contacted. That's it. Together, we will stop the erosion of parents' rights in education. Now for some news. Yes, we are involved with what's happening in the state of Oregon, where I live. And there is so much going on. And you guys know this because uh, it's back to school week. We won a school board election in the city of Newburgh. Things have really been heating up there because they made some changes. And we just put out a press release summarizing the activities that I'm going to share with you now. It just came out today. That's the 7th of September. This reads like a soap opera. Ryan Clark of the Portland Tribune reported the far-left representative from the Big Apple, that would be Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, just happened to be in the area last week on vacation. She was there for vacation. Yeah, she came all the way from New York to Newburgh. Well, we don't believe it, but... That isn't the real story here. What is real is the shocking attack on four decent office holders on the Newburgh School Board. Held in May of this year, board elections resulted in the addition of two new members, Renee Powell and Trevor DeHart. The new majority, including Dave Brown and Brian Shannon, can now make some bold changes to policy. And they are doing it. Isn't that what happens in our form of government? We elect representatives, and they vote. The vote may not be what we all want, not every one of us, but citizens are to adhere to specific protocols when dissenting viewpoints are expressed. And at the very least, they are to be civil. Brian Shannon, the board vice chairman, is straightforward and he reminded his fellow board members of that fact. They won the election and the majority rules. The left doesn't care about protocol, though. You know that. Uh, they, they say to hell with the election. They kick and scream until they get their way. And what they really want is for students to rebel against their parents and their government. Public schools have become distribution centers for far leftists, and the idea of losing ground is frightening for them. And it shows. Wanting to keep classrooms neutral when it comes to political flags and banners, the four majority members have been under attack for recommending the U.S. national flag and the Oregon state flag be the only flags on permanent display in the school buildings, which is state law and recommended policy by the Oregon School Board Association. Portland-style progressive activists did not disappoint with their usual unkind verbal attacks and coordinated cancel culture strategies. Business owner, activist, Kristen Stoller says she just happened to run into AOC in her dance studio parking lot. Quote, it was a full celebrity freaking out for me where I was pacing Nervous, and trying to be cool and chill, said Stoller. Stoller's statement on her Facebook profile was profuse. Quote, The universe delivered the AOC to the parking spot in front of CVDA today, in the middle of this fight for our community voice to be heard by the Newburgh School Board, the most fierce leader of equity, accountability, and for empowering diverse populations walked up. She is an icon, fearless and unafraid. I strive to lead like her, and today I got to meet her and ask her if she would help our little town. Thank you in advance for anything you can do to help our voices be heard. Four of the people on the school board made a decision without considering the feedback from staff and students, family, or community, unquote. Wow, that was really something, wasn't it? Minority board member Brandy Penner, who plotted to defame fellow public servants, was aided by a number of teachers, principals, and staff within the Newburgh School District in their effort to thwart the constitutional right of board members to change school policy. They do not practice any of the character qualities they espouse, such as diversity, inclusiveness, equity, or kindness, and they will stop at nothing to have their way. Harassment is one of their tactics, like uh, stalking their victims and spreading half-truths, throughout the community. Leftists organized a campaign. Get this, you guys. You won't believe it. Contacting all of the majority board members, employers, not just the board members, but their employers in an attempt to get them fired. Employers were pressured and deceived with slander and misleading accusations. Suggesting employees were anti-equity. That's it? They were just anti-equity? Well, isn't that radical, unkind, insensitive, and uncaring? Ringleaders in this effort were identified on a Facebook profile page called Equity for Newberg. Quotes from the page admin were especially alarming, and we obtained those quotes, and I'm going to share them with you. Please contact the Potter's Vineyard and the Allison Inn and Spa. Renee Powell brags on her website that her art is on display at both these locations. I doubt the art and wine communities support her anti-equity policies and would not want to be patrons at an establishment that does. Next quote please contact the canby school district dave brown is the girls tennis coach for canby high school canby school district has strong pro equity policies that dave brown is undermining in the newburg district next quote is Lamb Research aware that one of your employees, Trevor DeHart, is a board member who led this anti equity ban on LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter displays in school? Doesn't seem to match your company's claimed values. That smacks of vigilantism and KKK tactics. Go to the back of the bus, you white. Christian, and don't even think about ever getting another job here. Wait, where did we put the tar and feathers? So much for inclusivity. Brian Shannon, board vice chairman, is a husband and father of two young children and the sole financial support for his family. It is alleged his employer... Selectron Technologies Incorporated was also contacted by the activists. Of course, they wouldn't leave Brian out. Brian is a senior project manager and has worked for his company six years. Renee Powell, newly elected board member and accomplished artist, was slandered also. Her client, Newburg Resort, Allison Inn & Spa, A destination resort set in the foothills of Oregon's Willamette Valley and Potter's Vineyard were pressured to remove her art from their shop. So they did. Discrimination, anyone? What is the role of a public school? A school board? A superintendent? A teacher? What is their role? It's becoming very confusing, isn't it, based upon these actions? Well, the role of a public school is, is specific. And according to Oregon law, it is supposed to equip students with the academic and career school skills and information necessary to pursue the future of their choice through a program of rigorous academic preparation and career readiness. That's Oregon Revised Statute 329.015. And according to another ORS Statute 336.067, topics given special emphasis in instruction. A. Honesty, morality, courtesy, obedience to law, respect for the national flag, the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of Oregon respect for parents in the home, the dignity and necessity of honest labor, and other lessons that tend to promote and develop an upright and desirable citizenry. The school board is elected to honor and fulfill the majority wishes of the community, creating a learning environment acceptable to all, not in deference to any minority group. The role of the local district superintendent is to follow the directives and honor the board by directing the teachers and staff to follow policy. The superintendent is hired by the board, and he can also be fired by the board. The role of the teachers is to do their job as the superintendent directs them. As in so many school districts across the country, That protocol is not being followed. So who's out of line here? Instead, the superintendent is taking orders from the far-left organization, the National Education Association, and their state affiliates. The teachers also believe they have a right to teach whatever they think is best, which leaves the parents out in the cold. Maybe that is why... Superintendent Joe, as he is referred to by the members of the Facebook group, after meeting with staff about this issue, reported to board members he did not know what else could be done. He just didn't know. We ask, how did he know which staff members were involved? And if he knew, why did he not admonish them to back off? It's obvious where his allegiance lies. Now, the next attack we consider a baseless witch hunt. Ryan Clark, who is the Portland Tribune reporter, uh, seems to be on a roll. He's getting all the tips. He's all, he's, he literally almost works for uh, Kristen Stoller. Um, he has a direct line to her and her cohorts reporting the dire situation in Newburgh schools. The first public official to call for a recall of the quartet was Yamhill County Commissioner Casey Kula, who is also running for governor as a Democrat. Kula said the four members need to be removed from office using the tools available to constituents and that their conduct and actions as board directors is enough to oust them from their positions. He went on to say, I am under no illusions that these four elected directors care about student health and safety, about the future of Newburgh, about the financial stability of the school district, or about what is legal, Kula wrote in a statement August 30th. They seem to care about none of this. It appears that they have adopted an agenda that is national in origin and is centered around defunding public education and creating wedge issues to divide us from one another, the result which is harm to students and the community. Well, Mr. Kula has no basis for his accusations. To assert the four board members don't care about health and safety, it's predictive verbiage we hear continually from progressives. The words, quote, seem to have, unquote, give his shallow arguments away. We get the picture. The display of a myriad of flags representing political organizations, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, are divisive and create potential issues between K-12 students who are not even of voting age. It is obvious these issues are controversial and even more disturbing, not age-appropriate. Or academic. Black Lives Matter in school specifically takes issue with capitalism or honest work and divides races based on skin color, encouraging the collective, not the individual. In addition, Black Lives Matter is known uh, to recruit minor students to participate in protest demonstrations, breaking laws if necessary, Parents and voters in the district expressed specific concern about this issue. That is why the board members won their election. What about their wishes? When is enough enough? Recognize the absolute blatant hypocrisy of the progressive left. When they lose an election, they cannot be civil and honor the very governmental system in which they work. Oregonians should know by now they are being played by packs of community thugs and bullies. Fortunately, these four board members will not be intimidated or deterred in their promises to stop the takeover of their school and community. At least this election was fair. They won. Thanks for listening We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called join us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org, and click on the Donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do what we do here. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now.